You listen to this podcast every day because it's your KC local reliable news source. You take us seriously. But you know, we like to get down and we want you to party with us. Join us at our annual benefit, Radioactive, on June 14th. NPR's All Things Considered host, Ari Shapiro, is the featured guest at this party, and it's gonna be bumping. You gotta be there. Sponsorship packages and ticket information are available at kcur.org slash radioactive. Up to date wants to know what you're talking about with family and friends. You can text UTD to 816-601-4777 to tell us. Again, 816-601-4777. He's heading back for the fourth time in five years. And a chance to become the first team since New England of 2003 and four to go back to back. Let's tip our caps to Andy Reid and the boys. KCR sports contributor Greg Eklund joins us now to break down yesterday's game against the Ravens and look ahead to the Super Bowl in two weeks in Las Vegas against the NFC champion, the San Francisco 49ers. And I should point out that the 49ers are the early favorites in this game already. Greg Eklund, welcome back. Always good to have you here. Good to be here. There were certainly Chiefs that played well yesterday, but it seemed that the Ravens ultimately beat themselves, Greg, in a lot of ways. Break down what went wrong for Baltimore. I would say it starts with the word poise. Hmm. Because yeah. uh, the last, and consider this, Steve, the last time the the Ravens had a game that went down to the wire in the second half where it was close and they were battling it out, was when they had an overtime game against the Rams on December 10th. Hmm. That's better remembered for uh, the game that the Chiefs lost on Buffalo against uh, Buffalo the same day. So Kansas City fans were more upset about what had happened locally than really what had and, and, and as uh, keeping up on what's going on elsewhere. But that was a key game because that was more than a month ago. Hmm. So they have not been in that pressure situation for more than a month. They've had it pretty easy. So when they were faced with adversity in the second half and in a close game, they had not been there for a while. And the lack of poise by the Ravens led to their unraveling, in my opinion. I was going to say, they seemed rattled in that second half. And one thing that struck me about this game, there were a few skirmishes that happened before the game between Chiefs and Ravens players. What can you tell us about that? Well, I, th I think it's a little gamesmanship uh, because the Chiefs are clearly sending a message at that point between Travis Kelsey, Patrick Mahomes, and the kicker for Baltimore that, uh, hey, we're, we're, that we might be the visitors here, but we're not going to yield to you on anything. Mm -hmm. And I think that set an, an early tone to the Ravens that, hey, we're here to play. Huh. Lamar Jackson, the Ravens quarterback who's widely expected to be this year's MVP, didn't have one of his best games. Did that surprise you? No, it didn't. Uh, for the same reason that I had mentioned before, he had been in cruising situations leading up to the game for the most part. And um, it, there was a lot of pressure on him. I mean, when you think about what the Chiefs had on the line, of course, a Super Bowl berth is on the line, but they're playing with house money. The pressure was on the Ravens. They were the number one seed. They were playing at home. Lamar Jackson has not been to a Super Bowl, mm -hmm. and I think all of that weighed on him. You, know, you get a sense that the country now understands just how good this Chiefs defense is. I mean, it begins 
great cornerbacks, <clears throat> Chris Jones in the middle on the line. I mean, there's a lot of things going on that defense. No doubt about it. Uh, the country woke up if they had not already realized that the defense has been a vital part of this team this season. And Patrick Mahomes had an interesting comment after the game when he said it was his job to manage the game. Hmm. The Chiefs didn't score in the second half, but considering the way the defense had been playing, Mahomes knew it was important not to turn the ball over. I was going to say it's a whole different mindset for him compared to what we've seen the first number of years in his career here. No no doubt about it. This is the best defense in his tenure here while with the Chiefs. If you had to pick a a name a player of the game from yesterday, you're picking who? I would have to go with Travis Kelsey. Yeah. Uh, 11 catches? 11 catches, 116 yards, and I think of two key catches. One was in the end zone when Mahomes just put it in his belly, but he turned around with a defender close yeah. on him, hovering all over him, and he still makes the catch. And then there was another one when Mahomes was scrambling on a third down and Kelsey extended himself to make a great catch, a great diving catch. And now he holds the all-time record for the most playoff receptions in NFL yeah. history. How about it's, that? Huh? That's not not shaking sugar there. That's oh, something. yeah. When yeah. you're talking about names like Jerry Rice, yeah. Yeah. There were a lot of big plays in yesterday's game. Other ones that stand out to you? Well, the most important one was that second-half first play of the fourth quarter when Legereus Sneed knocked the ball out of the hands of Zay Flowers as he was approaching the end zone. I mean, six inches more, it's a touchdown. It was that close. And what struck me about the play is the officials called it correctly in real time. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there are going to be some people who are going to question some of the calls by the officials or non-calls, but uh, as you mentioned, Steve, that one, they were right on top of it and got it right. We'll be right back. It was a really low-scoring game, the final score 17-10. to 10. Did you expect it to be that low-scoring? I did, uh, because both defenses uh, were, I mean, the Ravens led the NFL in points scored by the opposition, but the yeah. Chiefs were right up there too, so I, I, I'm not surprised that it was a low-scoring game. What was the last time you saw a Chiefs defense that was this good? I mean, it appears... Again, they're responsible for the team being in the position that they're in right now. Again, that's a complete flip-flop from five years ago. Well, when you go back to the 1990s, Marty Schottenheimer, who was a former linebacker in the NFL, uh, liked to build a strong defense. But if you're going to cite uh, how strong this defense is, I would have to go all the way back to the Chiefs' glory days when they won their first Super Bowl because you had three Hall of Famers on the defense at that time. Johnny Robinson at safety, yeah, Bobby Bell at linebacker, and Willie Lanier at linebacker. Yeah, no kidding. Well, we didn't score in the second half at all yesterday. You mentioned that was part of the strategy to manage the game, manage the ball. But still, you can't help but wonder, is that something to be concerned about here? Um, well, The pattern in the past has been the Chiefs to make adjustments at the halftime and be better in the second half. So the the tone of the game was different than previous games because the the Chiefs came out firing. They scored uh, on a multiple play drive to open the game. Uh, They showed in the postseason that that they've been disciplined. They're not hurting themselves with the penalties that we saw early in the year. Uh, we're not seeing, we didn't see yesterday the number of dropped passes that we saw earlier in the year. 
So it it's going to depend on how the game flow does. Is it a concern? Sure, it's it's a bit of a concern, but um, again, it comes down to game management, and a lot's going to be put on the defense for the next time around, too. Tell us a bit about the team they'll be facing for the Lombardi Trophy here. Well, uh, the big names are uh, Christian McCaffrey, uh, who they picked up last year in a trade from Carolina and has proved to be one of the league's most valuable players. I mean, Lamar Jackson is probably going to win the award, but even though Brock Purdy is in his first full season as the starting quarterback for the 49ers, I would think that uh, uh, Christian McCaffrey is as v- uh, valuable, if not more valuable, for the 49ers, and they're pretty solid on defense. Too. How do you see the game playing out? Any predictions here? I, I'm going to still say low-scoring game, mm-hmm. but I'm going to say the toughest road for the Chiefs has already been had. They have already prepared for running quarterbacks with Josh Allen and Lamar Jackson. And even though Brock Purdy can run, he's not in the same class as those two previous quarterbacks. I think the Chiefs have had the toughest tests yet. So I see the Chiefs winning 21-17. 21-17. Anything else that you think we should be looking out for in this game? Um, just sit back and enjoy it. I mean, this, you know... <laughs> I, I, the the fan that Salika, uh, Salisa uh, Kalakal interviewed uh, told it very well. This is the best era that we're in for Kansas City sports. Hey, are they a dynasty right now? Uh, well, you could say that four Super Bowls in five years, but I think this Super Bowl victory would legitimize it. Yeah, that's the key to yeah. you put a stamp on dynasty. You win Absolutely. this next game. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's KCUR Sports contributor Greg Eklund. Greg, thanks very much. You're welcome. Up to date is a production of KCUR 89.3. The program is produced by Zach Wilson, Elizabeth Ruiz, Claudia Brancard, and Hallie Jackson. Our intern is Lauren Texter. Paul Nakatura works our board. The theme music was composed by the great Bobby Watson. I'm Steve Kraske. Thanks for listening.